And the indie show, All Things Indie, is sponsored by Domestic Financial Management LLC. That's right, DFM LLC has been in the credit score improvement business since 2008. Their services include home loan modification services, credit building program, stopping harassment, credit strong program, and a check it credit monitoring service. For more details, call 909 279 7843. That's 909-279-7843. Once again, that's 909-279-7843. And ask for Will, all right? You can also find them online at www.dfmllc4.com. That's www.dfmllc4.com. Domestic Financial Management, LLC. One time for your mind, it's your man, Mastermind. Welcome to the Indie Show, All Things Indie. I am your host, Mastermind. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the applause. Man, look, this is segment. I always start off the show with a segment where I get to talk off the dome. I call it uh, One Time for Your Mind. So today I really am talking, talking off the dome because I had several thoughts that I wanted to start the show off with, but um, I don't know. I really just couldn't stick the landing. I'm really excited about this show. Um, if this is your first time, welcome to the uh, indie show. Um, I started this show this year. We will be one uh, a year old next year. I started January 4th of this year. I was like, you know, let me do about 12, 13 episodes just, just to see if this thing is going to work, right? 
And lo and behold, it has turned out better than I expected. And I'm very happy to have the indie show in my life. If anyone knows me, I have a background in TV and radio. And a lot of people that really know me know how much I love radio. This is an extension from everything I've learned and done from my time in radio, but I have more control of what I do and what I say. I got to shout out some people made this possible. As always, I got to shout out my wife, Carmen Cedar, AKA the diva. She has been my ride or die when I've been doing radio. The, uh, we did our radio shows together. Wonderful time. I've thought about having her on the show, this show right here, but she was like, nah, baby, this is you. You do your thing, right? And for that, and for always having my back, thank you so much. I love you. Um, you know, your parents, they always love you, but I got to shout out my village. My village really had my back on this. First of all, JS one. He is my producer extraordinaire. He's making it happen in the background. He's always been there. He's always believed, believed in me. He, always, he saw something. It was just like, yo, I need to ride with this dude because together we can make magic. And we over here, David Copperfield and the whole thing because uh, we like two mad scientists. We created, we put our minds together, we make it happen. It's been a beautiful thing. So shout out to you, JS1. I really love and appreciate you. Two, I got to shout out like I did in the first episode, my man, Big Co. We was doing a podcast together called The Big Co Show. I was just riding down. I was working the board for him. We were talking all things political and whatever. Y'all know Corey Redding. Y'all know how he got the mouth of the South. He can just talk about any and everything. And you guys love him. And I just appreciate him believing in me riding with him. With that said, I, always, I never thought I could do a show by myself. I always figured I needed to have a team, right? And I shared this thought in um, this thought with another friend of mine. She goes by the name of Erica Gwynn. And Erica Gwynn and I, along with uh, with Mia, and we created a show called the Three G's Podcast. And we was talking about uh, it was it was a really great looking uh, podcast. Cam, thank you for doing the production on that. Anyway, one day I was uh, helping her with a project, and I was telling her how man I don't think I can. I never thought I could do a podcast by myself, and she just said some of the most wonderful words of encouragement and just built me up and everything. And for that, I just want to say thank you so much, Erica. You have no idea how much your words have affected me and just built me up and just made me feel like I'm, I'm that dude. So to all those people in my village, thank y'all so much. Look, Erica was one of the first people to, to uh, put her money where her mouth was and started advertising on this show. For that, you always go have my love and support. So with that said, JS1, play my theme music. Let's go. Hey, yo, yo, that's all, man. Indie show, indeed, the flow's sickening. Masterminded by mastermind, the plot thickens. Good riddance to other pies, the odds against them. Tuesday at 8 p.m., we back in business. Key is in the building, Jay is in the building. Giving the feeling that most of y'all been missing. All things indie, is it banging or whack? Can't call 
it, but we'll be the judge of that. And logic came through with the verbal assist. Majorly we envy, ain't no canceling this. And logic came through with the verbal assist. Majorly we envy, ain't no canceling this. Hey, 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 what got for your mind? Two times we responded to hip hop and show stopping fat punk dropping massive. The wheels are still. It is your man, mastermind, and like to welcome each and every one of y'all to the indie show, All Things Indie. Come on now, show yourself a round of applause. Look, it's Tuesday night, it's a holiday week. You didn't have to be there, you could be anywhere, but you chose to be here tonight. And for that, I love and appreciate you guys. All right, so. Y'all probably listen and watch a lot of podcasts. And you're thinking, um, they're going to sit and talk and blah, blah, blah. No, we don't do that. So, you know, look, the indie show, All Things Indie, is secretly a late night talk show. All right. So we're going to have some fun, play some games, do a lot of getting to know you type stuff. And then throw in some uh, infotainment uh, type discussions towards the end of the show all right so sit back relax get your finest beverage something to snack on sit back relax because we're going to have a great time all right tell your friends to tell their friends to go ahead and log in right now okay you can watch and chat live on vbclife.com or you can find us streaming on facebook all right uh you can either go to the bbc live facebook page or the indie show uh, all things in the uh, Facebook page, and you can find the stream running right now. So do that. Thank you guys so much. The first thing I want to do is uh, introduce some folks and say hello. This segment is called Hello Neighbor. Hello, neighbor. And hello, neighbor. I want to show some love. The first person I want to do is show some love to my homie, my executive producer, JS1. What's good with you? Yeah, what's good, boss man? How you feeling? I'm feeling really, really good. It's the last show of the year. Uh, mm -hmm. We made it. Uh, we didn't yeah, give yeah. up on ourselves. We got no, no. better every episode. That's and a fact. I got to give uh look, at least half of that, at least half of that credit goes to you, sir. No oh, man, not really, but all right. <laughs> man, I'm just happy we can we can finish the year off strong. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, we have a strong guest today, too. Mm -hmm. So I apologize. I needed a little extra time for that um or one time for your mind. I was just feeling it. I had to get it out. No, it's all good. Do your thing. Yes, sir. How was uh, the holidays? Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Oh, man. Thank you so much. It was beautiful, man. Uh, I didn't get the one thing I really wanted, which was sleep. But, you know what I mean? We <laughs> ate good. Everybody exchanged presents. and Everybody's happy. That's the most important part. Ain't nobody lip dragging. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's satisfied with their Christmas presents. And that's all that's important to me. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Now, on this side of town, look, everybody had a great Christmas, but I got to say this one thing about my, my daughter. Uh, we had what I dubbed uh, ninja, ninja Christmas. All right. I'm going to call it Ninja Christmas. All right. So uh, me and wifey, we wake up kind of late uh, Christmas Day. It's a Sunday. We out there watching church on TV, and we're asking ourselves, man, 
January must be knocked out because we can't hurt her at all, right? So, um, so Diva, <laughs> Diva decides, you know what? Let me, I need to get a muffin or whatever to start my day. So she gets up, gets something to eat, and lo and behold, our daughter has decided to open up every gift while we were in bed. Every Yeesh, we yeah. Oh man, we didn't see we didn't see any of the facial surprises or anything. She is having herself a good time. Did she have a great Christmas? Yes. She had a great ninja Christmas. So uh, you know, mom was just like wasn't having that. So I brought it back, hit the rewind button, and made her reenact every time she opened up a present, told her who gave <laughs> present. It was a sight to behold. All right. <laughs> Hashtag Ninja Christmas. All right. Uh, shout out to the diva for that. I would have did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we're getting down. All right. So um I want to shout out uh my platinum indie insiders. Those are the people that uh rock with the show on the regular. To be a platinum indie insider, all you have to do is watch the show and participate three day with well, three shows in a row and our big time in the insiders are jay kills he's gone and we have a brand new one last week is uh sam anderson so uh shout out to them and speaking of shout outs uh, i guess was charity uh um uh, charity gay a uh, jay from uh last week's show i want to shout out her mom uh i also want to shout out peter straub he is in Germany, so uh, he's uh, watching from Germany. And then the podcast, The Love Life of an Asian Guy, he is getting us a lot of viewers from the Philippines. So shout out to those people. I really appreciate y'all. But since I brought up Charity, I want to go ahead previously on. Ooh, ah, let's do this. Previously on Ready to Die. So last week's JS, what did you think of last week's show? I'm gonna let you go first. Well, you know what I told you off air. Once the show was over, I did not expect all of those songs to be so phenomenal. Uh, you know, I uh-huh. guess ended up being, you know, like I said, I think last week's episode was like probably top five episodes of the year, man. Like I was un- completely unexpected. Man, them Christmas songs was banging, man. I'm like, yo, I-, I feel like you just got some major label pre-release Christmas music. It was so crazy. You know what I'm saying? Miss Job was such a phenomenal she was such a positive person. You know, had such dope yeah. information and was and was a phenomenal singer. Man, that that solo act was crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we definitely gonna hire her for the uh for the indie show Christmas party. Oh, she's gotta sing live and all of it. <laughs> No doubt, yeah, you took everything out of my mouth. The music, hey, you may have found a brand new Christmas classic in that episode. One of these mm-hmm. needs to be in your rotation when it comes to Christmas music. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of uh, Charity, why don't we play a clip from that episode, all right? All right, let's do it. All right, let's do that. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. 
Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Here we are, as in olden days, happy golden days of yore. Faithful friends who are dear to us, gather near to us once more. Through the years we all will be together, if the fates allow. Hang a shining star upon the highest bough and have yourself a merry little Christmas now. Merry Christmas from my heart to yours. Yo. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you want to see that episode, you go back to the podcast or our uh, YouTube page, BBC Life. All right. Just look for Happy Holidays with Charity Day. All right. Blow it up. Share it with everybody. All right. Cool. So now it's time for what y'all been waiting for tonight's special guest, the last guest of 2022. Tonight's guest is a great friend of mine. She goes by the name of uh, Candice Stansel. Look, man, uh, she founded the Common Good Agency, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion and convening consulting firm focused on capacity building for nonprofits and higher education institutes. All right. Um, she graduated from the University of Georgia. Uh, she's a consummate professional. She seeks to create synergy for each client through initiatives that meet an organi organization's needs while creating positive community impact. Candace's passion for social change is also exemplified through her volunteer work with Alpha Alpha, Alpha Sorority Incorporated, New Leaders Council, and Mother Caroline Academy. Candace earned a BA in African American Studies from the University of Georgia in 2002 and a master's degree in higher education from the University of California, Los Angeles in 2006. Other than that, she is a fantastic human being ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages put your hands together for my friend and yours candace hey everybody make the flower make the flower thank you thank you, you thank you i'm so good i'm so good um, you know, my dad is here, my stepmom. Shout out to Dad. What's happening, Dad? I'm telling you, and anybody who knows me knows my dad is, you know, he, he is, he's everything. Everybody's like, oh, we've heard of Candace's dad story. I'm like, yeah, I know. He, he taught me a lot. So, and then Tracia, Monet, Eric, just like all the love. Like, I'm so grateful, y'all. And my sister, look at this up. She's great. What's up, Kendra? <laughs> All right. So I'll always like to say um, the chat room is where it's at. So you can watch and chat at the same time on um, our YouTube page 
and on Facebook. All right. So the more you chat, the more we get into it, the more animated I get and the better the show gets. All right. I'm feeding off of you guys. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Are you ready for this? I you am. Is this my introduction one? Okay. Yes. I'm ready. Uh, shout out to Eric. Uh, oh, yeah. Look, Eric. you sit back and relax and just uh, flow like water. All right. She got excited on that Freeman. What's happening with you? All right. Our first segment. I mean, years. No, they all out here. Okay, then Tamika, I see you. All right. Look, we got to put it on there. Show you some love. All right. So, uh, this next segment is called Elevator Pitch. Who the hell do you think you are? So, uh, a big shout out to Jay Kills, our uh, indie insider. Um, so, in elevator pitch, you have a certain amount of time to pitch yourself to me and the rest of the audience. All right, it could be anywhere from ten seconds to sixty seconds, but make it good because if it's terrible, I'm gonna say thank you so much, Candice, but you were uninteresting, so we had to let you go. All right, are you ready? No pressure whatsoever. All right. No pressure. So now the time is based upon the roll of a die all right i've rolled it and you um rolled a four so that okay. means you have 40 seconds js1 please give my lovely lady friend over here 40 seconds on the clock let's see what she can do with it look we've seen somebody crash and burn with 60 seconds and erica uh gwen she knocked it out of the park with a 10 second intro so what can Candace do? I will be quiet and the floor is yours. JS1, let's make it do what it do. Awesome. Hi, everybody. I'm Candace Stansel. Um, I am a Southern peach, um, born in Mississippi, raised here in Atlanta. I'm so excited to see uh, my Druid Hills family, my UGA family. The AKA love is deep in the room, too. I think what people should know about me is that I am someone who is deeply authentic. Um, you get everything you see with me. I have no holes barred. I don't have a lot of secrets and I'm willing to share. I'm someone who believes that we can all contribute to the world being a better place. And thankfully, my career has given me a real opportunity to try a bunch of things, which we're going to talk about tonight. Everything from Prince breakfasts to Oprah mm. sightings. Uh, I'm ready. All right. You stuck the landing. I, I can dig it. Good job. Good job. All right. I guess we will continue on to the next segment. Hey, hey. If not, uh, I'm okay with that. I, I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> so the next segment. Oh, I love this segment. It's called New Phone. Who this? Okay. New Phone. Who this? New Phone. Who this? So in new home in new phone, who this? I'm gonna give you 10 rapid fire questions. The only thing I need for you to do is keep it 100. Just answer the questions however you like. They can be succinct, or you can explain yourself. Are okay. you ready? I'm ready. I like this energy. I <laughs> like this energy. All righty. Let's see what's happening. I'm gonna put it on. our first question. There's a lot of concerts coming in 2020. If you could choose only one concert next year, would it be Janet 
Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, Jill Scott, Maxwell, or New Edition? All right, before you answer that question, before you answer these questions, okay, people in the chat room, you too can answer. We get interactive, all right? You see a question, you answer it as well. I'll put your answers on the screen. All right, so going back, my girl says, Without question, it's Jill all day. Um, I already have been talking to my sister about this. Um, and not only just Jill in Atlanta, but I want to see her at the Hollywood Bowl, which is the closing show for the concert series she's doing for her first album, which is amazing. 23 years ago, it was 20, and in the pandemic, oh. she couldn't do the show, so we're back. But I've seen Jill probably eight times. She is everything. Oh, you for real with this Jill thing? No question. Jill all day. So, Jill, if you feel the love, please do. I mean, just brilliance. Brilliance on the stage. Look, I saw you live when you saw the question. So I was just like, oh, she is ready. Look, uh, the chat is uh, jumping. Tamika said Jill Scott. Your sister said Jill. And even J. Carroll. Says uh, Jill Scott. Okay, all right. Off to a great start. All right. I always ask, I like asking food questions. So this food question is: How do how do you prefer your wings? Um, a whole wing, a drum, or a flat? And then, what's your favorite flavor? So um, I actually don't have a preference on type of wing, whether it's drum or flat. Nope. I mean, not a hole. Hole's a little work, too much work for me. Um, and I'm going to go, people not going to be happy because it's Atlanta, but I am a, give me a plain mild wing from JR Crickets, nothing on it, just hand it to me and I'm good with some fries. I know wow. people want something on them, all of that good stuff, but like <laughs> JR Crickets is across the street and that is my go-to, but it's just a plain mild wing. And they're like, really? I'm like, yes, it's the best. It's the best. Yeah, she out here with the just the regular wing. I know. I know. I'm ashamed. Just, just give me a wing. Yeah. Look, let me see. Uh JKL says he wants the Caribbean jerk flats. Tamika, she loves flats. Flat. Look at this. Uh see? Kendra says plain. plain. Like, and people, look, I, Jake Hales is he's tripping. He said mild. Yes. Mm. So there, there's I, I feel the judgment through the chat already, but I'm just gonna say yes. there this is, is what we do. We judge. Hey, Alex, yeah, Lemon Pepper Brothers versus the mild yeah. sisters. I will just say one thing, uh, Poe, about the wings. There is a lemon pepper wet beer here in Atlanta that I found to be fascinating. Uh -huh. And it really does taste like a lemon pepper wet wing. So shout out to the black owned beer company that produced it here in Atlanta. Okay, good shout out. Hey, advertise with us. You know you want to. Look, check it out. Tamika says lemon pepper flats fried hard. We got some fried hard people out here. I see you. Look, I knew the question was gonna fire it up. All right, good. We got y'all, y'all woke up now. All right, cool, excellent. And yes, you being Judge. Number three question. Do you make vision boards? If so, do they work? I do make vision boards. I have a theme for every year. 
and they do work. Um, and I actually host a vision board party a lot of years, the first week of January. So really into it. And if you pull up, if you had told me that question earlier, I would turn around. That literally, they're behind me the last few years. Everything on them, true. Everything. So yes, rock with oh, them. Oh, I want to be invited. I figured this was something you had to do uh, in December. You can do your vision board in the beginning of the year. You can do your vision board whenever you so desire. That is the joy of it. But I do mine at the beginning of the year because I'm thinking about what's to come, right? I'm like, oh, it's not about what just happened. It's about where am I going? What do I want? So yeah, future focus for me. Nice, nice. And J. Kells, he agrees. They absolutely work. You out here doing vision boards, brother? You ain't tell me that. So you look new every day. Yeah. Yes. Oh, let me see. Uh, one more before we move to the next comment. Tamika Hart says, no vision boards in my life. I just can't do it. Maybe this year I'll do it. Hey, come join me and Candace. We're going to do a party. Let's go. Tamika somewhere in person else in the world. Party or is this I, her she's not in Atlanta, Poe, unfortunately. She, she, she's somewhere else that we love, too. She's Southern, but she ain't here with the, with the A-love. We can't do it virtually? I All right, number works. four, do you make New Year's resolutions? Say what? I think it works better in person. But yes, you can always do everything virtually. I got you. Um, question four, no. Just simply no. No resolutions. That is like so 1980s, probably 1990s. I think, Paul, what it is is that if you want to do something in your life, you don't need an arbitrary flip points to do it. So you better decide and move, you know? She keeping it 100, y'all. Listen <laughs> listen to Candace. And, but don't listen to Jay Kills. He said, my vision board had no this year. Bam. It happens. happens. Look, look, look. Tamika said, yeah. Delta gets me to Atlanta in 50 minutes. All right, I see you. And she doesn't do uh, resolutions either. But isn't the vision board a resolution of sorts? The the reason I would say it's a little different it. um, right. is because it's what you desire, not so much what you want to change. So, you know, I think it's a different frame. But, yeah, it, it's about creating the life you want and manifesting everything you desire. And Poe knows I live a big, joyous life. I'm all about it. All Lord, about yes. It. Yes, she does. <laughs> all right. Um, number five. What's the first thing that comes to mind when I say Atlanta? Oh, that is that's hard. Look but I'll just say she she's smiling. Um, these folks on here who are watching know I had to leave here for a long time, Paul. Like I've been gone a while, and so it is good mm -hmm. to be home. Um, I will say when you put your sweatshirt on earlier, what I thought about was um, a lot of people on here will know. I love the Waffle House <laughs> and Boston does not have Waffle Houses and it made me very sad. And when men ask me out and ask me where I want to go on a date, I often say, you know, if you want to take me to my place that I can eat at all the time, like whenever, take me to Waffle House. And people are like, really? But last year, uh, for my 41st birthday, I hired the Waffle House truck to cater my birthday party in front of my pool. So we had Waffle House, drinks. It was a great time. 
Um, so yeah, that that's one of the things I think is super special about Atlanta. We'll say that. There are many things I love, wow. but that's that's when it's popped up. Yeah. Okay, then I see you Waffle House for the win. Y'all pay attention, <laughs> take notes. All right, number six. Uh look, I just finished watching the best man the uh final chapters this morning and i absolutely loved it what 90s movie do you think deserves a limited series style remake like the best man oh this one is a wrestle um yes i loved it with you i just want to i i'm so with you amazing if there is another movie that has such a huge ensemble cast that I want to see do more, um, what you got? I'm sure there's some that you're thinking about, but I, I don't know. Nothing's popping up for me immediately. Well, this fool J. Kale says Vampire in Brooklyn, so I can't take anything he says seriously. All right. Okay. So originally, uh, originally, I started thinking about. Um, um, oh man, I just lost. Um, I'll go with. Uh, I got when one. did you fall in love with hip hop? Uh, so, um, so what was the name of that movie? Brown Sugar. Yeah, I was thinking about Brown Sugar, but while I was waiting, I was just like, man, I really would like to follow up on the wood. I could see. Really that. enjoyed that. Yes. I, uh, uh, I would say. I, I guess, Friday. <laughs> Friday is a good one. Okay. Yes. Boys in the hood. Who is left? I mean, Doughboy did. Oh, spoiler alert. Doughboy doesn't make it. All right. What about uh, uh, waiting to exhale? What about a Cosby show pickup? Where are the kids? You just going to take a whole TV show. When I said 90s movie, but I'll I'll allow it because this is your episode. Look, oh big shout out to Tasha. Welcome to the show, Tasha. She said, Love Jones. Love Jones, the series. Interesting. You know where poetry is nowadays. That'll be an interesting take. And I think yeah, we got what we got because it was the right one, Poe. I think we got what we got because best man was the no right doubt. one. That was it. I have to say that crew was so perfect i'm in love with this crew everything it was so well written they some fully developed characters and i was i was sad not by the storyline but the fact that it was over it was just like i'm about to my friends are leaving that's how yeah. i felt we have loved them since 99 and paul we were in school then together in 99 i mean that's that's how long we've loved this group and then i'll just say I know we're going to talk about my work in a little while, but um, yeah. there's a scene where Terrence Howard is trying to talk to uh, the friends about um, uh, the, the son who is using pronouns they, them. And literally, I tell people, yeah. this is my work. And yet it was so beautifully done. It was hilarious and funny and loving and kind, even though it was hard and complicated. Like that, that's the work we're going to talk about. But I love that part of the movie, Black families having to wrestle identity around kids. I mean, it was just, it was perfect. It was so perfect. Yeah, perfect is the bit you described it. All right. 
All right. So with that said, speaking of friends, who would you rather be friends with? The living single crew, best man, Martin, or the why'd I get married, folks? So people about to be real mad, and I'm okay. I've, I've, you know, snatched my black card, all the things. I have never seen a full episode of Martin, so that's out. Um, wait, <laughs> I know. Wait, wait, no, we can't just let that slide. Yeah. I can't. It's not computing. Wait, hold on. I'm, I think I'm. Woo, Martin, you. My, it's not computed. How? How is this possible? Why? Why? I mean, I was I was in my teens. My parents probably didn't think it was super appropriate. I just I never watched. I just I missed it. And and I and so now it's you like, missed it. So. Adulthood. Adulthood. I'm, I'm grown now. <laughs> I mean, it's I, in rotation constantly. Look, let me see what the chat room saying because I know they are uh, losing their mind. Let me yeah, see. Let me real quick. Who said this? Jay, blasphemy. Oh, Lord, this just ain't right. Say it ain't so. Hit them with the wow. And then Tamika said, don't blame it on your <laughs> Eric true. Savage is, is shocked. He's like, look at the face he made. Look. Kendra, Kendra wants to be uh, on, on Martin, you up here like I ain't never seen nothing. I look, wow, wow. Okay, so answer the question because look, I'm beside myself. Um, I think it's it might be best man just because it's so close right now, and they're just all are so brilliantly dope. Um, I appreciated Sanai moving, like yeah. I was like, ooh, move to the continent, like brilliance. Yeah. Um, but if you'd asked me before I saw the best man and we just had a moment and it's, we're feeling all love, it would have absolutely been a li living single crew. I mean, come on. Apartments, up and down, see each other every day. You know, you cook together. Like, I think I miss that about college sometimes. Like, just being close to people physically where you can jump in and out of whatever's happening in your day. One of the folks who's on right now, Tracia, is uh, she lives across the street. And, I, and we've known each other since we were 12 completely random, but it makes a difference in how you engage when you're physically proximate to each other all the time. So I'm going to go with that. No, <laughs> I feel you. That's what's up. All right. <laughs> you were sheltered. Uh, we got the we got the, um, the inside information. Okay, then. And oh, the diva, she comes in and says, don't feel bad. I didn't Thank watch Martin until after it went to syndication. But she watched it in syndication. You have no excuses now. I'm sorry, y'all. I know it's it's a little it's a little like uh, yeah. People are always like, "Real? I don't know. It's too late now. Like way too late." Oh, look, look, man, we're judging you. Understand this? We're judging. This is the the judging Candace moment. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Let me see what else uh, so you're gonna say. Favorite Atlanta sports team? Hawks. Uh, Fla I misspelled Falcons. My God. Falcons dream. You already know the answer. Uh, the thrashing. I want yeah, you to you say it. You got to take them off, though, because they ain't here no more. Uh, I am a season ticket holder, super excited about Wednesday, Friday. The Hawks are playing the Nets and the Lakers. It's about to be a good week, y'all. Um, go Hawks 
all day, every day. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm day. a ball fan. I and, I'm, and Murray, I mean, love to Trey. One of my gifts for my brother this Christmas was an autographed picture of Trey. You know, I'm, I, I respect the man as the lead of the team. But we got some stars coming up, y'all. Like for real, Murray, oh, yes, AJ. Yes, it's 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 it, this. Let's let's do this, y'all. Let's let the Hawks go. Ooh, and Tasha, said uh, Tasha is showing you some love. She said, "Don't yeah. worry, I can't play space." Look, everybody just telling truths. Lady, take it off your shoulders. Be one with the universe. Come on now, let's go. Uh, <laughs> J. Kale says black card review meeting tomorrow about this black folks. Just kidding. All right, we got a couple of more, but moving on. Hosting game night. All right, Candace. What two games are we playing at your place? Uh Taboo is definitely in and Spades. There it is. Taboo and Spades. Oh, you made JS1 happy. That's his favorite when people say spades. Are you good at spades? I am excellent, and I'm a quiet killer. Like, I'm the person I never talk. I just get my books. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then at the end, people are like, who knew? I'm like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, cutthroat. I like it. Last question segment. The last time we're going to ask this in 2022 is very important. How do you prepare your grits? Salt and pepper, butter, sugar, and cheese and yes everyone always asks you can combine answers what you got uh so if i'm having shrimp just salt pepper butter okay no shrimp cheese never sugar oh yes Lord. thank you Woo. i was worried i saw that s coming i was just like lord no yes <laughs> We've had some yeah. sugar people on here. We've had I'm some sure. sugar people. I did. Cream of wheat. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. She did a great job in New Phone Who This. All right. Collection pearls. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Kendra, all of the above. Talk to your sister. She I didn't sugar. know, bro. I didn't know. I'm shocked. I'm. I was wondering where your sugar folks were from. Like, were they from the south? Nah, no, nah, most of them up top or whatever. Look, this is crazy. We need to have an intervention. <laughs> All right. So the next segment is the little thing we call "We'll be the judge of this or that." Court is now in session. Uh, every episode, we showcase music from three independent um, artists, all right? It could be any genre. Uh, the artists, they get an opportunity to introduce themselves, say a little bit about themselves, and then introduce their song, all right? And afterwards, the guests and uh, everyone in the audience, we get to critique the song, and afterwards... Uh, you get to vote for your favorite. If an artist wins three weeks in a row, uh, not only will they get their get top billing on our mixtape, but they will win their very own episode where it's focused on them. They get all the questions and the love, and that's what we do around here. But tonight's show is all about us showcasing. It's the holiday season still, 
It was some great music that we heard last week, and I wanted to bring it back since it is still holiday season, but I got a brand new audience. So I want you guys to tell me what you think of these three songs that we're about to play today. The first one that we're going to play today, um, I have to read something that this person sent because um, my man, um, Tony Wilder, he couldn't make it today. But he wanted us to say, um, introducing his song, his Christmas song. He just said, just let everybody know that in the music video, you're going to see him at a toy drive. It was a toy drive. It was a give back in honor of my cousin's five-year-old daughter who passed that year. She was hit by a car. It was done to continue to spread the holiday cheer. Uh, he's representing Alabama. And happy holidays to all. And be blessed and be a blessing to someone else. His rap name is the 13th one, and this is his song. Uh, let us know what you think. This is one of my favorites. I had to bring it back because when I heard it, I was just like, oh, okay, then. I like this. I just wanted to see if you like it as well. So, JS1, let's see what uh, the 13th one is going to do for these people today. Yeah, yeah, hold just a second. Let me put it up on the screen. Boom, boom. That's how we do. And boom. And it's there we go. Switzerland, got them humming and whistling, along with the song, don't twerk to it, work to it, if it's made for grown folks, or one for the kids, so they can enjoy your dig, or a trap track, for the ones who got the bands and the knapsack, winging hard out the back, 415 bumping that, passing by, and they be like, that new 13 track, bumping black, something that'll take you back to when you was playing jumping jacks, or in the street, double dutching, just living, worried about nothing, a singer that will make you lose your Damn mind every time it comes on if you're in the club car at home cause all the world for Christmas is a nice hit single So the world can sing it like a dingo I want my money straight but I take it ring on so I can spread up like the man Chris Gringo All the world for Christmas is a nice hit single So the world can sing it like a dingo I want my money straight but Christmas wishes and I got mine too. You can keep wanting your shoes or your shining jewelry. Designer jeans, a hey fam, that's cool with me. I want some I can show off that's new to me. And truthfully, a hit single fits well. And all the other gifts will appear when it sells. Hitting a billboard so I can billboards to put my fam in a new 
crib, that's the real award. It's a That was the third, 13th one with Christmas Wish. What did y'all think about that in the chat room? Share with us now. Uh, JKLs, you a fool for that. Talking about imagine if DJ Magic might put some bass behind this. I like this. What you think, Candice? Talk to me. Um, I love us. Like the joy of the children. Like it was, it was, it was sweet. It was sweet. Now I will tell you, yeah. you might not have noticed, Poe. There was an Alabama sweatshirt in the video, so I was a little. He a little represents Aliceville, Alabama. Yes. So I'm gonna tell you. Um, uh, Charity said the same thing last week when she was on. She noticed it and had a problem, but we was uh, representing UGA, so we just flexed on all day, all day, always. But no, it was a sweet song, um, and I think uh, I, I appreciated his enthusiasm about what he wants. He was clear about what he wants for Christmas, a single. Yes, yes, yes. One real quick, what you thinking? Oh, that's my joint. And even on a second listen, I'm like, yeah, this is definitely going to be my Christmas uh, record every year from now on. It's, it's definitely it's already on my Christmas list, but it's going it's probably going to have to go up to the top. Right. Right. Uh, I'm going to play this one and then Mariah Carey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see it. Uh, says, it's a cute holiday song. I like it. All right. Tasha, thank you very much. Representing Texas. All right. We're going to move on to our second song. Uh, the artist, this young lady, she was supposed to be on last week, and she was in a car accident coming from Alabama. So y'all keep her in, in your prayers. Um, I was trying to get an update on her. I think she is starting to feel better, but when she is up and running, we're going to have her on to uh, you know talk about her career, and we'll be the judge of that. With that said... Is T bars? Go ahead and play her song. Mm-hmm. T bars. It would be love Not for me but for that child who was never hugged I would wrap it up in kisses from the one above Maybe then there'd be a reason not to turn to drugs I would ask for a little more hope 
for the families in the countries, only hoping for soap, only hoping to vote for someone to make it better. And I look, girls dying, seem the pain last forever, yeah. I want the gift of every man, not to see the color, but to see the heart of man like they was their brother. Yeah. One wish is what we hoping for the next person. You ain't gotta hate the next to be a better version. Uh -uh. It can start today. Take them baby steps, yeah. remove the hate and the hurt. It's time for us to rap. Uh. For the ones who can no longer be hurt. And for that child who's always listening, let's give them the words. Yeah. I'm wishing you a Merry Christmas. I'm hoping that your heart will listen. I'm wishing for the better days. I'm hoping they won't fade away. I'm wishing you a Merry Christmas. I'm hoping that your heart will listen. I'm wishing for the better days I'm hoping they won't fade away If I can have an early gift, it would be peace Give to every man and woman down on their knees Mental searching for the answer to their biggest problems Hoping peace will bring the calm so they can learn to solve them I would ask for a little more strength So that woman overwhelmed won't take a life chill event Maybe ask for a friend, maybe stop and repent For even thinking she was less, grab the strength to prevent Yeah I want the gift of every man to be a soothing ear When the next needs a friend, let's just say I'm here Let's help to stop the R.I.P.'s and the gone too soon And when your fam doing good, don't forget to cheer It can start today Take them baby steps, remove the hate and the hurt It's time for us to rap For the ones who can no longer be hurt And for that child who's always listening, let's give them the words I'm wishing you a Merry Christmas I'm hoping that your heart will listen. I'm wishing for the better days. I'm hoping they won't fade away. I'm wishing you a Merry Christmas. I'm hoping that your heart will listen. I'm wishing for the better days. I'm hoping they won't fade away. I have a dream that one day. Guapole, flowetry feel in my head. It was just like, it was really mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. did that. And I wasn't expecting that when I saw the image pop up. I was like, oh, that was different. So yeah, I, I really did enjoy that. Um, and I don't think something has to become a classic for you to be like, it is right for this moment, right? Like it is, that was just, it was very appropriate for this this season of Christmas. I loved it. Loved it. I got you. I hear you. Well, Tasha, uh, she's big on music. She says, I like the melody. Very nice, strong, meaningful lyrics. I can bop to this. 
That's what's up. I appreciate that. Yes, it caught us by surprise too, right, Jake? You are 100% correct, sir. This goes right on top. This place first. Then your man 13th and then Mariah Carey. That's how we doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a part. Mariah on Wiki Day. She's trying to get a whole um, trademark on being the queen of Christmas. So you better, you better leave her alone. alone. <laughs> got to do what we got to do. We indie out here, man. We can handle it. We can handle it. No doubt. So our next person is actually uh, on the show right now. I want y'all to put your hands together for our third person in tonight's showcase. It is last week's guest. Uh, she is an amazing person. UJ alum and fantastic singer. Put your hands together for Charity J. What's happening? Hey, hey. I saw you in the green room. You enjoy yourself today? <laughs> I am. I'm just keeping myself company out here. Thanks That's for having me up. back. No doubt. So what, okay, before we talk about your song, uh, so how do you feel last week's episode went? I think it went very well. I, you know, was it was fun for me, honestly, answering all those questions. And, you know, those are questions I haven't even asked of myself out loud. You know what I mean? So that was fun. And I've had a few people say to me offline, you know, yes to this, but no to that. Candace, I'm with you with the grits. You lost me at the Martin thing. I, listen, <laughs> much love to you. However, you redeemed it with the grits. <laughs> Yeah, it's all love, love. love. All love. love. All UGA love. So it's a pleasure to meet you virtually. You too. Yes. But it was so much fun. Thanks for having right. me last week. With that thanks said, for having me back. Hey, no problem. So let's tell everyone about this song, a little bit about this song, and how people can get in contact with you if they love this song and want to buy more of your music. And then just introduce it. Sure. So this song is called Love for Christmas. It's a song I actually wrote last year, 2021, but I wrote it in mid-December. It was too late to produce and promote it. So I unearthed it again in October and got with my manager to record it, to do the photo shoot and the music video for it. And it's really a representation of what's special and important to me. And that is manifesting good love, real love, true love, self-love, agape, Eros, all of those kinds of love for Christmas is a time of year that we all are in, more intentional about what it is we hope to feel and to know and experience. And that is love. And this music video and the song for me is all about black love, you know, that we love one another. We love our relationships. We love our lives and how we experience them. So hopefully you can Download it on all major digital platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and find me online as Hear Charity Sing. That's H-E-A-R-C-H-A-R-I-T-Y-S-I-N-G. That's my website. It's my handle, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Check me out, Hear Charity Sing. All right, let's go.
this first because i want to i like putting people on the spot uh diva <laughs> was tripping that she was watching this video because she was like i know little zane ain't trying to shoot his shot with charity j <laughs> <laughs> yes he was <laughs> he's still 12 in her eyes but no I, he's such a I nice guy he's really talented he actually directed that whole scene the whole scene was his idea we had something else planned. He's like, no, oh, wow. no, this is how it needs to be. And he showed up and he was like, no, nah, this is how it needs to be. So he's good people. I really like Zane. I'll Thank direct you. the scene too if I get to holler at the woman. <laughs> 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 yeah, so what we gonna do? I'll put my arm around you. With the sweet nothings in your ear. It's gonna be fire. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> All right, Candace, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I love the message. I think I'm all in my feelings, Charity. You know, just there's a lot going on around the holidays and love. So thank you. Um, I also felt like I recognized a few people in the video. So it felt like home. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I know you. Yeah, so like that was that was lovely. I, I really appreciated it. And, um, and, and the closing kind of the end uh, little runs were dope. Like the lyrics around chestnuts by the fire i was like oh yes i feel the emotion yes what we're looking for at christmas time so thank you thank you so much well that? thank you i appreciate yeah. that you, again you are wonderful you're welcome thank you. anytime thank you for being on the show my pleasure thank you for having me and and best wishes for a great 2023 to both of you you as well ah thank you love i appreciate you Peace and light, y'all. Right. Take care. Uh, say, I really enjoyed it. It gives that old school, good feeling sound that we need. A song you can play over and over again. All right. So I'm just going to put people on the spot for time in 2022. Which one of these three songs is your favorite? It doesn't really matter because all of them need to go in rotation. But which one did you like the best? It's just curious. A lot of people... Uh, surprised me with their answers last week so put it in the chat room and uh we'll read it all right you want to answer that uh while i got you me yes ma'am yeah i mean i I'm, I'm going with two just because i love a good jazzy christmas track that is that is definitely my go-to it's it's a it's uh, it, uh -huh. you know it's on the tv it's just playing the fire is going you're not yeah. really listening to it it's just kind of background that one felt like that yeah. for me. 
But if I wanted to focus, number three was was amazing. Was amazing too. So yeah, loved them. Loved them. Okay, that's what's up. All right, so we will shift gears. It's time for everyone's favorite uh, segment. It's called Mastermind Games. Let the games begin. Mm. Yes. I think I'm nervous. Good. I need to be nervous because I need a win. This season, the the powers that be or whatever have tried to rig it to where the contestants get to win. All my guests have been winning for the most part. I need a win to end the year right. So, yes, yes, it's all about me. It's called Mastermind Games, all right? I'm playing mind games on you people. So if you're nervous, that is great. What I need you to do is, the name of this game is called Survey Says. All right, 100 people around America were surveyed. Your job is to guess the number one answer, okay? You can ask the audience for help for every question, okay? But once you say final answer, it's a wrap. You okay. got it? I got it. You have to get, if you get three strikes, it's over. All right? There's 10 okay. questions. So, but if you get three strikes, I win. But if you manage to figure this out, I will be very happy for you. Very happy. Okay. You. Are you ready? I am. I'm not. I'm, that was sarcasm. I want to win. All right, here we go. Now, first of all, the hater right here, he is the leader of the haters, J. Kale. He's going to try to give you all the right answers and don't listen to him. Candice, we got you. Destroy this game. He smooth toward the Trump win last week. Don't worry about how I won last week. It was legit. All right, here we go. Number one. Name a bird that would make a disgusting meal. Uh, yes, I'm allowing you to think about it for a moment. Name a bird that would make a disgusting meal. Think about it, chat room. She's going All to right, reach her I, I need, Yeah, come on through for me. I have an idea. I'm going to throw it out and see if anybody agrees. Pigeon is what came up for me first because... They're disgusting. They're everywhere. Let's see. Anybody? So you anybody? said pigeon. J. Kale says pigeon. Ooh, J. Kale. And even the was pigeon. All right. I, I feel good Did about you this. you want to keep that? I feel good about what this. What in the world? This chick said, wait a minute. <laughs> this chick says a uh, flamingo. Who out here even considering flamingos? No, no, no. This, that was literally my second answer. My sister and I are here because- Wait, y'all are special. <laughs> y'all looking at that pink, that flamingo like, oh, them pink feathers mean she ready. No, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> Flamingos are skinny. They're weird looking and shaped. They don't have a lot of fat. My brother also in here said vulture, not a bad call. But I think because we got to go with the people, you know, I represent for the people. Yeah. The majority of people probably said, final answer, pigeon. Final answer, pigeon. I will tell you that you are incorrect. Oh, 
the number one answer is crow. Fifteen people saying crow. Thirteen people said pigeon and buzzard. Do you want to know what the number two answer was? Sure. It's not. It's not flamingo. It's vulture. Vulture. Alex. Alex, the only person that's not eating sugar grits in your house. Alex. They're going to learn. Okay. Yeah, people eat pigeon, but we ain't eating pigeon over here. All right, look. Oh, that's true. Crow. Yes, crow. No good morning. <laughs> All right. Number two. All right. That's my first strike. I'm feeling good. We got nine questions left. She ain't going to make it. All right, cool. What's <laughs> something a kid does that he might blame on the family dog? What's something that the kid does that he'll blame the family dog on? Thank you. Uh, Go. Okay. Um, so, folks, I have two ideas. Let's see. It's either pee on the floor, right? Because dogs, they're good for that. And you might can't tell all the time. I have a dog. We love her, Ivy. Um, or eat something. They 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 took a snack or they snatched something that uh, the kid ate, but they're gonna blame on the dog. Or they tore something up. Yeah, the audience is the audience is letting you down. So far, it's just and he says fart. So you over here talking about food and peeing. He says a little toot. But I don't so think I'm the gonna kid need you to like it wasn't me. I don't think the kid would then say it was the dog. Ma'am, I'm gonna oh. need an answer. I'm gonna need an incorrect answer. I feel like Cole might win tonight, y'all. Sadly, I'm I'm not I'm I'm feeling not confident. Um, I'm gonna go with eat the snack. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. Alex says breaking something. And Tasha says crack mud in the house. So, but your sister says dropping food on the floor. What are you going to do? You're going to listen to yourself, your sister, or your brother? And so only many options. Asking for help makes it worse. The only reason I don't take Tasha is because they could tell the paw prints versus the footprints, but I agree, Tasha. When the kids are nasty and they bring the dog <laughs> in, it's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh... Oh, my gosh. You're right, Paul. There were too many answers then. I was so confident before. Um, make a mess. Make a mess. Make a mess? make a mess. I don't, that doesn't even feel specific enough, but you know, I'm trying. Yeah, I need to be more specific. <laughs> I just set myself up. You got to be more specific. Um, I, th I mean, they could make a mess. They could pee on the floor. They could drop something. Yes, something that you have to be specific. What is your answer? Five seconds. Pee on the floor. Pee on the floor, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. Pee on the floor. It made the top eight. So congratulations on that. Unfortunately, wet the bed and wet the floor only got seven points. So that is another strike for you. But guess what? Guess what? 
Break something, knock something over is the number one answer. And do you get it? Do you know? I'm not gonna say anything. Do you know who got the second answer correct? I I'm need to follow my brother. Is what you're telling me. I need no, to follow my brother. No, too late now. Look. Yeah. I'm just saying, he got the number right, two here we answer. Go. This is it. He got the number one answer before. Okay. Alex, you're doing yes. great. <laughs> yeah, he he knocking back to back. Let's see what you're gonna do for round three. This is it. The championship is in my hands. Yes, uh -oh. it is. <laughs> Name a food that would be messy to eat while driving. Oh, this is tough. Come on, Paul. We'll see if your brother get it right. This could be a million things. This is it's why on, on, you need to have more than just a top answer. Come on. Come on. This is rough. No, man. Now, let's see if you get on the board. Let's see if you can get on the board. <laughs> um, Something that is messy to eat while driving. Is that right? Yeah, that is correct. JKL says soup. Latasha says tacos. I like both of those. Both of those are good answers. I wouldn't say they're great answers, but they're good answers. But I'm not going to tell you anything. Uh, I mean, I thought about cake. I'm going to be. <laughs> I'm gonna I don't know if that's that. Don't think about dessert. For the rest of these. Okay. Two people said oh, tacos. I can feel it. I got nothing better. So I think we're about to let Mastermind win, which again, because this game is, you know, it's a little rigged with one, one answer only. But uh, Look, it's America. America is doing this. Well, spaghetti is on the board. Oh, that's a good one, Tasha. Um, I've eaten tacos at 3 a.m. Oh, Kendra says spaghetti. Ooh, two spaghettis, two tacos, Poe. But I agree with Kills. Lots of people and, go to Taco Bell. Um, I think spaghetti is messy. So what are you going to do? I'm going to follow my brother because, I don't know, he's been mostly right. And nobody's eating spaghetti while driving. So what's your answer? Wings. No. Spaghetti. Wait. What? Spaghetti. Final answer. We got nothing else. Spaghetti. No answer. I'm sorry, Alex. My God, woman. Why wouldn't you go with wings? Spaghetti is the number one answer. Ah! Oh, I was so close. So close. I wanted to sleep. Good job, Dang sister. <laughs> Tacos was number two. And... Soup was number five. Okay. Okay. Wings didn't make the list at all. Yeah, Dang. no. All right, here we go. Give me one word to describe someone who gets on your nerves. One word. One word to describe someone who gets on your nerves. All right, group, I'm going with annoying. Anybody got anything else? Annoying is what comes up for me first. Annoying. Huh? I'm not even gonna fake the funk. That is the number one answer. Final answer. There we go. Congratulations. Oh, That's the number one answer. We're coming back. We're coming back. We're coming back, Carl. Uh, next question. 
Name a reason a man dating a supermodel might break up with her. Name a reason a man dating a supermodel might break up with her. Okay, so she either gained some weight, because men are trife, if that is important. And, uh, or... What? She's a supermodel. I have no idea why she gaining weight, but hey, it's cool. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what they would say. She's a supermodel. How she gonna gain weight? Or she was in an accident and is now no longer attractive. Ooh, that's good, J.K.L. Too much attention. Um, but I think it's probably more shallow. <laughs> what? <found that. laughs> uh, ooh, All right. Insecure. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I go need, with. I need an answer. He's insecure. We're going insecure. Final answer. Uh, that didn't make the list. He wait. Dang it. I'll let you have it. He's jealous. He's jealous is the number one answer. That is exactly what they were referencing. Good job, ladies. Good job. Uh, okay, go wait. This is not going the way I thought it was going to go. Uh, hold on. All right. Name some place a drunk astronaut might end up landing the space shuttle. Name some place a drunk astronaut might end up landing the space shuttle. Y'all, I, I have nothing here. Uh, my my brain said star, um, <laughs> but he could never leave Earth. So anybody got any ideas before we go with star? A drunk astronaut might land the spaceship. Obviously, we you don't. You are stupid, Jekyll. that's good though. That is good. That's that's a quality comeback. That's a quality comeback. In the water. Hmm. All right. Anybody else? At a bar. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, on the wrong planet. On the wrong planet. Not where he was to be. Is that your final answer? A star. Final answer. Another planet was the number two answer. Star did not make the cut. The ocean number one answer. Ladies and gentlemen, in 2022 is the Mastermind Game winner. You deserve it. You. you deserve it. I was not Thank confident you. on any of those. I was not confident on any of those. You win. You know what? I give you uh, double or nothing. You have two questions left. I'll give you one uh, One more question. You ready? I'm ready. All right. You got nothing to lose. You want question number one or number two? Because I'm only going to ask one of them. Two. Name something you don't want to leave in your car at a car wash. Name something you don't in your car in the car wash. Uh, I, I feel like my brother would have a great answer for this because he loves his car and he thinks about it often. Don't want to leave it in the car in a car wash. 
Okay, wallet. I'm down. I'm down. I feel it. My brother's like, I like this gal. I this ring. These all the people are on my side. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I feel like you. These people are hating. Get some haters. <laughs> I mean, why does it matter? Like, it's going through the car wash and it's fine. But we'll go with money, wallet, like, money final answer i hate but i love each and every one of y'all but i can't stand y'all right now the number one answer is money and wallet stealing victory from the job of the crazy gentleman candace wins today's mastermind game uh and i really didn't win paul you can get that victory to everybody in the chat Everybody in the chat. <laughs> that was them. Oh, and then she's going to be so gracious about it. It's spread the love to the. Well, I can't stand it. And, uh, this is, look, 2023, I'm making these questions harder, and I don't care about the audience. I'm going back to three, three hints for the audience. That's it. Congratulations to all y'all that won. Mastermind, mastermind game. Let's go. That was fun. You know what? I want to go ahead and start interviewing. It's time for one on one with Candice, winner of Mastermind Games. Yeah. I can't believe that it's finally me and you and you and me, just us. Okay, so yeah, she won Mastermind Games. I'm happy about that. Yay. So now I'm forced to do an interview with you. I don't even know where to start. You know what? Cheer me up. Let's start. Before we talk about how you, Candace, got from Candace living in Atlanta to being the founder of the Coming Good Agency, I want to talk about the time you was at a party with Prince and was in a race with um, my man, Cat Williams. It's... <laughs> Look, the life that you've led is, I need a movie made about some of the story that you've told me. Look, so let me take it back. So I've had Candace on my radio show, all right, the Takeover Countdown. And when we was on uh, radio here in Atlanta, and she came and told a story, and it blew my mind. And I was just like, whenever I start doing radio again, I'm definitely having Candace back because she has to tell the rest of the world this story because it's incredible. JS1, what I need for you to do when she starts telling this story, put a full screen on her as she's yep. telling this story. I'm, I'm gonna be quiet. So it's story time, people. Get something to drink, some uh, popcorn, some chips. <laughs> Sit back and relax, and you're not gonna believe it. You're not gonna believe it at all. Go. I mean, talk to him. So, so this is this is one of those. Uh, I tell people, say yes in life. Just keep saying yes, and amazing things will happen. And as Poe, he was, he was like, I want you to share this story. But I was thinking other random stories. I was at the Oscars with Will and Jada Pinkett Smith several years ago as well and I was like man look, look at how random the experience was this past year so um I don't know what year this is I'm in LA I'm at a Floetry Guapale show they're amazing if you don't know who they are please please follow them find them 
Uh, Flo and Tree, unfortunately, no longer together, but brilliant solo careers even after. Um, and we're at this show. I'm working for Def Jam. And somebody's like, Prince is in the balcony. <laughs> Y'all, you know, it's like, Prince is in the balcony? No way. So we go upstairs and Prince is there. And he's like, have a seat and have a drink. And so we sit at a table. We're talking. And he's like, we're going to have a little thing at my house. Uh, I'm like, no way. This, this, that's, that's not real. And they're like, yeah, yeah. So Cat Williams says, you can ride in the limo with me. And I'm like, mm, little sketch, maybe. Uh, but my friend Aisha, who also works at Def Jam, is with me. And she's like, let's do it. So we get in this car. We ride up into the Hollywood Hills. I've got on, as I, I'm wearing tonight, a scarf. I love scarves. They're my favorite accessory. I have on this soft pink scarf. Cat Williams is like, I bet I can beat you in a foot race. I'm like, no way, dude. You're like half my size. You got on cowboy boots tonight. I'm in sneakers. Like, I got this. So we get to Prince's house, which is a house he was renting from some baseball player, maybe. And he had changed all the gates and it had the symbols. And he, we pull in the gate and Cat is like, let's race now. And I'm like, are you serious? So we literally run up the hill to Prince's house. And Cat Williams beats the crap out of me, y'all. Like, he was so fast. Now, he had bet my pink scarf or $100 if he lost. I just knew he was not going to take my scarf because it was chilly. It's L.A. Oh, no. Cat's like, give it to me. Throws it around his neck all night long. Where's the scarf? <laughs> we go into Prince's house. Prince, like, has breakfast waiting. We're in his like sound stage. He performs with Guapale, Florida. They sing Michael Jackson songs. It's amazing. There's maybe 12 of us. I mean, it is just like, is this real? And then I'm like, the waiter's like, the guy who works in the house, he's like, would you like something? I'm like, I really want some hot chocolate. And Prince says, uh, he's like, oh, I don't know if we have any. And Prince says, oh, you can go out and grab it for her. So two o'clock in the morning, Dude leave, goes and finds hot chocolate somewhere in LA, comes back so I can have it. Best host ever. Um, just an amazing, unforgettable night. Just brilliant music. People who, it didn't matter that Prince was Prince. Like, it wasn't clamoring to be near him. It was just like, let me sh let me just be in community with people. It was it was unbelievable. It, was, it, is, it is one of those, like, you just can't believe it happened. And I'll carry it with me, as I will many memories like that from my many years in, in, in the biz. And so, yeah, I love to tell that story because it's always fun. And Pat left with my heart, you know. When I see him every blue moon, when I bump into him, I'm like, I cannot believe you took my heart, like for real. I wore it with such flair, as if it was like an accessory that was a part of his outfit. So, yeah, love cat, <laughs> love friends. That is <laughs> yeah. crazy. It's one of my favorite stories. I, I thank you so much for sharing it. Before we talk about Will and Jada and everybody else, let's mm. talk about the uh, Common Good Agency. Mm. How did this? How did you get here? How did you found your own business? I'm, yeah, I, I gotta say, I'm proud of you. I really am. So I'm very happy. The, the way that the universe has led you, you're saying yes to everything, has brought you here. And it's a beautiful thing. 
I mean, I think where where I am now is I believe that there are things that I'm uniquely positioned to do um, when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion. We are specifically focused on economic mobility and equity, which means we believe that you have to just deploy the money well, right? And every project we work on is about distrib distribution of capital and kind of redistribution of wealth. And so... Um, it's been a gift. We've been at it almost three years now, full time, which is like wild. Um, and this is my second entrepreneurial endeavor. When I was in LA, I also ran my own shop. And I, and what I tell people is we take on projects where we get to say, here is money that needs to be spent well and given to folks who can do good things with it. And so we want to be a part of that. Uh, so common good is yeah, it's growing. We work mostly with government, higher ed, nonprofits. And if there's anything we can do to be helpful to people who are in organizations trying to think about how to have more equitable practices in their organization with their leadership, with their boards. Um, I also teach at Emory about this stuff so I can, you know, teach and train. Um, but we, oh, wow. we're, here for we're here for folks. Well, what kind of feedback have you gotten from the, uh, the public since you started three years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I appreciate Jay went to our website um, to check us out. We have testimonials on there from clients. So I tell people that's a great way to understand what people are saying and thinking. But I think some of the best compliments, uh, Poe, are really around how people experience their leadership differently, right? Like our leaders are more inclusive. They actually listen to us around decisions. One of the biggest things that happens in organizations is that people who are most impacted by a decision don't have any say in it. Um, and when you run an organization that's truly inclusive and equitable, you have to hear from those who are doing the work. And I think sometimes as leaders, we get further and further from folks um, who are kind of day to day in it. And if you really want to listen well and have good decision making practices, you got to be in community. And so we help organizations do that. And we hear that all the time. You change the way we work inside of our organization. I think the other thing is we make things discussable. We believe that organizations that are truly transparent are better. Um, if you think you're hiding something at an org, everybody's already talking about it, whether it's at the water cooler, you know this, Poe, they're, they're whispering. We want to bring it to the forefront and, and actually resolve things so that people don't feel like they can't be honest in their organizations. Wow. And maybe the last thing that I'd say that people tell us is like, the ways that we thought work was supposed to happen, like urgency, drudgery, disagreement, none of those things have to be true. Work can be joyful. And it doesn't mean it's not hard. It does, But if you're in community with the people you work with, companies can behave better. And we want to make sure companies are treating their employees and team members really well. Really, really well. So uh, when I was reading your biography, there was a phrase, capacity building. What is that? So the goal of capacity building is to help organizations be able to do this for themselves when we leave, right? Sometimes you get a consultant, they come in, they're like, here's all the things you need. And then if they don't give them to you, they leave you hanging. We want to teach you how to do it inside. So all the skills we develop, all the things we train on, we train people inside the organization to be able to do them too. So if you want to be someone who makes equitable decisions, we can help you with that. You want to be someone who understands uh, deep relationship building and listening, we can help you do that. You want to be someone who leads through relationships. That's a particular type of work we believe where people who are really doing good work together have to have trust and vulnerability with each other. We can help you all do that. And everything we teach you, you can practice over and over and over inside of your org and teach it to others 
so that you can build the capability, the capacity of the organization to do it itself. You don't want things to leave cool. when yeah. I, you know, like I, it shouldn't be about is Candace there monitoring and watching? No, it's does our organization yeah. do this once the person is gone? Have they helped us sustain this, created as part of infrastructure, make sure we can maintain it, monitor and measure it? Yo, this is one-on-one with Candace Stansel. Uh, it's the Indie Show, All Things Indie. It's your man, Mastermind. Y'all have any questions for Candace? Post them in the chat room right now. We'll see if we can put her on the spot and uh, bless y'all with some great answers. What I want to do, I want to uh, switch gears for a second before we start talking about Will and Jada. And I think you said something about Michelle Obama. Uh, I got to hear that. Uh, <laughs> This segment is called Indie University. All right. And it's just five questions I'm gonna ask you uh, coming from, from an entrepreneurial point of view. Okay. Yeah. You got are you ready, Jay? Love it. Love it. All right, here we go. Indie University. Question number one. As an independent entrepreneur, who do you turn to for advice? Ooh, um, I'm applying for doctoral programs right now for the fall. And I was thinking about who's going to write my reference letters, Poe, and, and, and the folks who came up were the folks that I trust. So Common Good Agency has an advisory board. Um, Kim Simon, Milton Little. Um, she is someone I used to work with at an organization that focused on venture philanthropy. Milton's the CEO of United Way of Greater Atlanta. Both of them for years, I mean, years have been my sounding board. Um, other consultants that really are thinking about this, my best friend, Howard Franklin, also an entrepreneur, you know, just like folks who are doing this work and understand where it's hard and where it's can be beautiful in the hard, um, are folks that I really go to. So yeah, find you a, a, an advisory board, folks, who, who are starting your own ship, people who do what you do, people who are adjacent, and people who work in the industries you most want to partner with. Gotcha. All right. Number two, what was the catalyst or motivation for starting your own business? Oh, I'm a reluctant entrepreneur, and I'll say that's probably till the day I stop being an entrepreneur if that ever happens. I, I didn't want to work for myself. I believe that there was a higher calling on the time and energy that I was on this planet and I wasn't using the best of my abilities for the work I'm responsible for. And so if you are a person who believes that, the catalyst is literally like, I have to. And I'll just tell a quick, like little, you know, quick little story. I, I was at church on a Sunday. I go to Ebenezer most often, Raphael Warnock, Senator Warnock now, my pastor. He preached this message about stepping up when you can't see the path that God has for you. And I had literally said to somebody before service started, I think it's time for me to be out on my own, but I can't really figure it out. I'm nervous. And after he preached that sermon, he came out of the pulpit and he was passing me on the aisle and he fist bumped me. I have known Senator Warnock, Pastor Warnock for a long time. And he has never fist bumped me before <laughs> this a few years ago. And so I went up to the top of churches as we were exiting. I said, you know, Pastor Warnock, why did you do that? He was like, I knew that message was for, for you. I saw you receiving it. I wanted to reinforce that that was for you. The next wow. morning, I told my job, I'm leaving in a month. So when you know the calling wow. and you're almost there, 
it's like, and that's not the first time God has just shown up in that way. Like he talks, he speaks. And so I just knew I had to, I had to. Beautiful. All right. I like that answer. All right. So does the fear of going it alone independently ever go away? Oh, I'll let you know if it ever does. <laughs> not right now. Not right now. I mean, um, I have other friends who are listening who are also entrepreneurs. I welcome them to share in the chat. Like, I would say for me, no. And I would say the other piece, Poe, is like, I have people who work for me. And so when you recognize you are also responsible for others, I think there's a unique mm-hmm. um, a unique feeling of like, I need to make sure this works, not just for myself, but also those who decided to walk this journey with me. Um, so right now, I can't say it ever does. And, and I'll let you know if that changes. All right. Bless you. That's a good answer. All right. We got two more answers left. Uh, what's the one misconception about owning your own business that people need to know the truth about? Oh, I don't know if there's only one, but I'll just say what has been uniquely heavy for me as we close the books for the year of 2022. So I'm an entrepreneur. I have a finance you know, team, right? I have a group of people who manage our books, but they only manage what I manage from the outside, right? So that means I got to make sure we account for every dollar. I got to do, you know, Rectify, rectify the records at the end of the year for people's 1099s and what do we pay folks and and none of that goes away and that was not part of the core work of like being a DEI consultant and an economic mobility leader right that is stuff that just has to get done so the infrastructure stuff of a business it's a lot and um, you know setting up your own health insurance um, just all the nuts and bolts you literally things that somebody else took care of you know, when you work somewhere, you, you're responsible. And so sometimes it's like, did I remember to do that? Did I do everything? Did I miss something that's really important? Um, because we work with government entities, we have to have a lot of unique insurance. So all kind of things that just were not mm. in my wheelhouse, I've had to learn. And I think what you figure out is where can you delegate some of that well and, and try to stay out of it as much as you can, but recognize that it's forever going to be on your plate ultimately because you are the owner. That sounds like you have to have a good team in place in order for you to sleep well at night. I do what I do. Shout out to Rhonda, Malia. We got a new team member, Vanessa, who just joined us as well. They're they're a gift. All right, last question in Indy University. What's the greatest joy you've gained from starting your own business? Ooh. Um, I, I I bet my sister and brother are probably the only people still listening because they love me. But um, both of them always tell me how flexible my life has always been. Like I've always been a person who even when I worked for others, I was like, this is how I like to work and I need this kind of time off. And I even took a sabbatical at a company I was at and they were like, what's a sabbatical? And I was like, oh, so we just take time off. And they were like, huh? And I was like, I need this time. <laughs> so I've always been a person who kind of named what I needed at work. But now that I work for myself, the ability to ebb and flow and to to really take on things that really excite me. We've got a couple of organizations that are thinking about a reparation strategy, right? Like imagine cities paying reparations to 
those who are previously enslaved that live in their community, right? Like I get to say yes to things that excite me and move me. Um, and so wow. that's a gift, right? And I get to do it in a way that says we don't work every single day, right? We 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 have a sabbatical in August. We close for the entire month. We close December oh, wow. 20th and we'll reopen on January 3rd. So we believe that care for ourselves is going to change how we operate as an organization and the way we can care for the clients and partners we work with. And so I think that flexibility and the ability to create culture at our organization is probably such a gift. Such a gift. That is beautiful. Oh man, y'all put your hands together in the university. As we um, reach the end of this episode, I want to go back to uh, one-on-one and I want to hear a couple more stories before we get out of here. So you you have the floor. What story are we going to hear first? Well, I, I don't even know if I have any like long stories. I think the, the crux of them is like, again, say yes. I think what's funny is there's a there people often tell me stories about me that I didn't know. There I was um on an episode of the Braxtons. I didn't know. Cause I don't, I don't watch reality TV. Part of, part of what I will say about working with entertainers is I have a deep respect for them. Y'all like, I don't walk up to people. I tend to be the person who's like, I know there's a million people who, you know, clamor for attention and, and engagement. And that's beautiful. They, they welcome and celebrate fans. Um, the only time I've had like a fallout moment where I was like, Oh my gosh, Mary, Mary, who have gotten me through some amazing, hard, beautiful moments in my life. They were at a dinner on the beach in LA. It's amazing. And I'm watching them from across the room. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything because I don't. And my boss at the time, who was a publicist, says, I know that they're your favorites. And I was like, they are. And she's like, I'm going to introduce you. I'm like, no, no, don't do it. She walks me over. She introduces me. She's like, this is Candace. You know, I was growing I was growing up in the industry. I was new. I burst into tears. I cannot speak. I'm just crying. It's like nasty crying. Like, my face is terrible. And there's a picture of me and Mary Mary with me in the middle. My face is red. You can see that I'm crying. And they both got their arms around me like, you, it's okay. It's okay. And I'm like, that is love. Like, they understood that moment and how special that was for me. And they didn't say, like, Oh Lord, you know, just too much. It was it was overwhelming. And I, that's the only time I've had that kind of reaction to a celebrity. So I, I do I really love them. Really love them. Um you yeah. you, you uh, being um in the music industry, who did you work for um when you was doing music? Yeah, um, well, my first uh when I came out of college and, and Poe actually probably remember some of this. When I was at Georgia, I worked for an organization called University Union. We used to bring concerts to campus, to UGA. And I, my first show that I ever attended was Outcast and Luda, uh, which was an amazing night. And for anybody who went to Georgia, y'all remember, it was muddy, it was raining, and we stood out there. I remember going back to the res hall, and there just being mud coming in the building. But we had the best time. And I fell in love with Luda that day. Like, I just enjoyed meeting him. He was uh, doing, he had been on the radio before then as Chris Lover Lover was just kind of becoming a popular rapper. And so when I graduated, I actually yep. applied for a job at Def Jam South. And uh, 
eight times I called y'all. Like I called, they were like, we don't have any openings. We don't have anything. I was talking to the general manager. She said, call me every week. And I was like, okay. Eight weeks I called her straight. So she finally said, come up in here. We'll find something for you to do. And that started my career at Def Jam South. And when I decided to go to grad school, a lot of love, they transferred me to the Def Jam LA office. So I tell people all the time, um, I never made a choice in my career. They always said, whatever path you want to support, we got you. And I, I go back and work shows every now and then because I want to stay close to the group. But, you know, my life is a very different experience than it was then. Yeah. You are amazing. You are an amazing person. And I'm just thankful and happy to know you. Continued blessing, you and yours. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Candace Stansel. Thank you. There it is. There it is. All right, so this this is the end of the show. Uh, We call this the last word. And the last word, you kick your shouts and say what you need to do. First of all, JS1, the last word, please. Am I up first? The last word in case. Um, I'll let Jay go first, then you can go second. I'll go last. Jay, what you got to say? Last word. The last, last word for 2022. All right. Don't drink and drive. He kept it short and sweet. Thank you so much. Candy, what you got? Uh, well, first, I'm going to say happy almost one year mastermind on the indie show. I am so excited for you. Um, po knows I watched Thank when you. he had James LaSure on because I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he put yep. me on black. I had to. This is what I do. But um, I don't know. My last word is probably like deep appreciation for you and and the, the 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 care that we share. I mean, I love your family. I'm so grateful for our relationship, which has lasted decades. Um, and I think what I would say to folks is, as the year closes out is, um, it goes back to earlier, the vision board question. You can decide at any moment in your life to do anything different. Um, and it doesn't mean you need to, right? Like you might be happy exactly where you are. And that's a gift too. I think sometimes we're not always um pleased with where we are we're always about what's next instead of basking in the joy and the moment of where we are because that is a gift um but what i would say is whatever it is you desire i hope it comes your way in abundance um in this next year so that's all i got man that is rough all right i need a, I need a minute uh for my last word so last word coming from mastermind well, first of all, Candice, thank you so much for ending the show on a high point. Uh, this has been a great time catching up with you and learning more about you. Again, you're, you're, you're amazing. And thank you to everyone that tuned in today. Uh, first of all, I got to say thank you to um, JS1 and Kia Renee. Y'all been my co-host, my executive producer, this. Without you and Kia used to make our social media clips. So uh, thank y'all so much. Thank you to Erica Gwynn, Tony Wilder, and Will Hackett for advertising with us. If you want to advertise with us, get at me, email me. I still got the $50 a month deal going on. If you want to do anything or if you just want to sponsor us, 
email me i'll tell you how you can get in contact with me all right theindyshow.co at gmail.com all right but thank you so much for y'all support uh i want to say thank you to my guests i'm going to name them all i want you to hear these people that came on this show this year to make this thing happen i couldn't have done any of this without y'all and i love y'all thank you for believing me thank you for choosing to make your tuesdays your favorite day to turn this show into your favorite podcast that's secretly a late night talk show i started off with jordan ireland bobby and renee peoples kia renee samuel archer k elise courtney nicole carla zool logic johnson mia jackson angel Gaines, heath gunn antoine tobias unika moore little mike and funny bone ethan king and monica allen um erica gwen rj washington ii james lachure tony wilder miriam graham lethal representing dallas Gigi and ethan wonder monisha edwards demario Poundcake hollowell violet meyer kiana jordan demi laurel sean durham Stan Jotty, shout out to Stan Jotty, Native American rapper. What's happening with the bro? JL the Great. That find the JL the Great interview that I did in season three. You need motivation in your life. You want to run through a wall and be like, I can do it in 2023. JL the Great, Marlon Mikulski, Stacy Middlebrooks, yet another person. You need the motivation. Those two episodes, Stacy and Jael the Great, Drew Garrett, Mary DeVille, Michael Neely, Kyle Womb, Kathy Rankin, Charles Judson, Redonculus Entertainment, Charity J, and Candace Stansel. I love each and every one of y'all. One time for my mind, two times for me, you hip hop and popping, fat song dropping, master of the wheel and steel. I have been Arvell, mastermind, Poe, for the last time in 2023. Thank you for spending your Tuesdays with me. I love y'all. Oh, no, I see y'all in 2023. We will be back July 17th. We're taking two weeks off. And July 7th, I mean, January 17th, that's my birthday week. So we're coming back. It's going to be a birthday episode. I don't know who the guest is yet. I am now putting together my list. If you want to be on the show, if you want to be an artist featured in We'll Be the Judge of That, Reach out to me, theindyshow.co at gmail.com. Hey, like, subscribe, and share and tell all your friends. Rate us high on all the uh, social network platforms, all right? This is man Mastermind. We out of here until next year. Peace out. Indie show, indeed, the flow's sickening. Masterminded by mastermind, the plot dickens. Good riddance to other pies, the eyes against them. Tuesday at 8 p.m., we back in business. Key is in the building, Jay is in the building. Giving the feeling that most of y'all been missing. All things indie, is it banging or whack? Can't call it, but we'll be the judge of that. And logic came through with the verbal assist. Majorly, we indie, ain't no canceling this. And logic came through with the verbal assist. Majorly, we indie, ain't no canceling this. And I'm gone.